Thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcast. Before we start this episode, check out this ad. It's your boy Jose from Big Beat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? We are in November. Yes, we are in November, and it's the best time of the year. Many of you guys know why, because my birthday, yes, my birthday is November 4th. So if any of you guys want to be a little generous, I'm going to put the little cash app on there. I'll leave it up on throughout the whole show. Cash at me. Give me a little birthday present. Show some love. <laughs> um, but nah, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, another week, another football week has gone and passed. Great news uh, for both the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't think it's a lot that much good news for the Cowboys, but I do think it's good news for the Cowboys. Um, but we'll talk about that. But don't forget, look, you know, if you're checking us out on the live stream on YouTube or Twitch, look on the ticker. You can catch us on, on our other platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, TikTok, Twitch, everything. Just check us out on the ticker. Um, and, yeah. Um, so we're going to start this by talking about the Dallas Cowboys because we, the Dallas Cowboys played the Chicago Bears this past, uh, this past week. And man, this this offense was humming. This offense was really humming. And you know, I think it was a breakout game that we needed to do. We need to have. And a lot of people is going to say, "Well, Chicago Bears, they're not a really good team." But at the time, their defense was ranked in the top ten. Okay. Yes, I know they got rid of Robert Quinn, a pass rusher, and it might not seem that big of a deal. Um, but to me. I think that Dallas was the better team and they went out there and showed it first four drives went out there and this dominated in those first four drives scoring on all first, all four drives. I I mean, look, we're going to have the debate of the, uh, you know, um, Tony Pollard and Zeke uh, who should be getting the most carries. But if you really look at it, I think the Cowboys are doing a, a great job of getting both of them involved. Usually, if you average out the the carries on, you know, who should get more, I think Zeke is probably getting like four or five more carries, four, four or five more touches. And to me, that's okay. I, I just feel that Zeke is that bruiser back that's going to this nobody wants to tackle. And he sets it up for Tony Pollard to basically have those explosive runs. I think it's very it's a good thing to have. It's a good, you know competition to have and, and, and everybody in the media and everybody you know uh on dallas cowboys you know dot uh, net and uh, and all major platforms like oh man give tony pollard the ball more yes I, I i get that but you can't ruin something that is great right now um yes tony pollard had 14 touches and for 100 and uh, i believe 137 yards and his touches didn't go that uh, drastically, um, you know, you people were thinking he should have got like 30 touches, but it was all within the game plan. And I think that Kellen Moore did a great job and got to give him his flowers when we when when he does a good job. But Kellen Moore did a great job of scheming up the, the offense to work on both ends. I mean, some of the some of the uh, play calling and protection and this 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 is situation in, in general, they looked they looked unstoppable uh, on offense um 
you know, I think we punted like tw- twice, once or twice. I can't remember, uh, you know, because old man, uh, old man memory coming up around here. Um, but they did, they did what they needed to do. Now the Dallas Cowboys defense did give up 29 points, but people are talking about the run stopping game. And, you know, I think that our new addition, uh, Jonathan ha- uh, Haskins, I think that he really helped us out when he was in there and it was a limited slap. I think he played 14 or 15 snaps. Okay. You can see the difference. Nobody is pushing that man back. He, he reestablishes the line of scrimmage and I, he, he took on a double team and still made the tackle on one of those plays. Um, I just think that he's a great addition. Now we're going to dive on this subject a little bit more about the trade deadlines and so on and so forth. But I just think that this Dallas Cowboys defense, look, yes, they gave up 200 plus yards in, in rushing. But if you really look at it, it was just a few big plays and fields. You got to give it to him. This guy knows how to scramble. I think what the Dallas Cowboys have a problem with is a mobile quarterback. Um, but I think Fields is in on like another level. You know, he's he's not he's ten times better runner than uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I feel like uh, he's a he's a way better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Um, we were up so big that I think that our defense was not giving up the they didn't want to give up the big plays, and they're like, "We'll let you keep on running and try to you know get stops here and there." And let you run out the clock because you're we're not going to give up the big play. They tried for the big play and it didn't happen. You know, they try to go down the sideline, try to test uh, uh, Anthony Brown and their wide receivers couldn't uh, come up with the ball. Now they they uh, the Bears are I, I think they're trending upwards. So it was a it was a good thing that it was what we did defensive wise was not give up the big plays let them let them stay in within their schemes let them get their little five four yard runs you know they did again they did break off some big runs but i'm not i'm not worried about that again when haskins was in there this guy was was dominating so i can't wait until when he gets more and more within the system and playing more now he has you know the bye week coming up and he's going to come what's going to come up is green bay and i want to see how he does i want to see him get more snaps and i think he's a really good addition to this team um again with the with the defense they kind of needed this because you you know you're riding a high horse you're not gonna you're not gonna hold everybody underneath 20 points but the things i saw defensive wise was attacking the quarterback you know there's a lot of holdings that weren't called and they're they're obvious man they're really really obvious but thank god you know one of the holdings were not called uh on michael parsons and he actually got that little uh fumble recovery and took it to the end zone and i I don't know what fields was thinking jumping over him probably thought it was college where he was down by contact but Man, Michael Parsons, I saw that, you know, behind the scenes, and he's he's vying to get some touches on the offensive side. But, you know, he is – this guy is – he is quick. I'm not going to lie. He is quick. Um, And I would love to see him get some touches on the offensive side. But, you know, I, kudos to the, Dolph, uh, to the Cowboys' defense because they had a lot of injuries. And it looked like 
a lot of our safeties were going out uh, due to injury, and we had to count on some of the young guys to to step up in there. So I I, I think that this one this bye week came at a perfect time because it's giving everybody just a little reset button. Let's get a little reset, get the bodies right, and get ready for this second half of the you know season to just go ahead and go for i would say a playoff run i'm not gonna say super bowl because i don't think our team right now constructed is a super bowl bound team but i do think that we are uh you know we can win one playoff game and possibly you never know when teams get hot and during late in the season you never know what's gonna happen but i do think we can win one game in the playoffs and and go from there but it was a great, 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 uh, great win by the Dallas Cowboys. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins. Now, Dolphins beat the Lions. I was so on this on this game here, I was so uh intrigued of how this was gonna play out because I know that the Dolphins uh were gonna face a, a high-powered offense, like you know, and People are saying Detroit Lions, high-powered. Yes, well, they were playing really, really good at the beginning of the year, and they still continuously to play good. Um, the Detroit Lions are not a push-around on offensive side. Now, the defense, they really suck. Uh, Detroit Lions defense really sucks. But I do think that they have a lot of young key pieces on the uh, Detroit Lions, uh, you know, offensive staff um, that – not offensive staff, but offensive uh, players that they're just missing that quarterback. And it's not golf, bro. Like golf, you, they need to move on from golf. Golf makes too many horrible decisions. And I just think that they, they, they're just one quarterback away. They have a good, they have good pass protection. You know, they're, um, they're leading, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot what the stat was, but before they played the Dallas Cowboys, they, lowest percentage of pressures and sacks that golf uh, endured because of the offensive line. So they have key pieces. They just have a quarterback that can't get it done. So, um, but I, you know, switching back to the, the dolphin side, I just think that the dolphins, this was a good test for the dolphins. Now, the reason why I say that is because this shows you as a Miami Dolphins fan and their fan base that they can win in many ways. They they they're not one dimensional. They don't have to just just have a lead and this and this hold that lead. They can come back from behind. Now they're down 27 to 17 at half. And you saw how explosive they are. I did, I think that this offense is on another level. On another level that it's it's you can't cover everything they have a good running back they have two good wide receivers the only thing they're missing is offense a consistent offensive line a consistent offensive line and i think that they're gonna you know they will address this um but again this shows the dolphins team and it gives them more of um how i say it a more confidence going on in the future that shows them, man, we are legit and we can beat some teams. Now we're going to go into the trade, trade, uh, trade deadline and, and tell you, let's, let's go on, on what happened on the trade deadline. So 
Hey, when I when I, we're talking about the Miami Dolphins, and I got you know change my notes here. Um, you know, sorry. Uh, there you go. Um, now when we're talking about the trade deadline, I think the Dolphins are all in to win now. Um, they get Bradley Chubb, they get um, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, which is was part of a uh, trade package because they, you know, with the Bradley Chubb, they did give uh, give up Chase Edmonds. But this is where you see an organization that is ready to win now. They are putting all their chips in to win now. And you have to give it up to the front office of the Dolphins. You have to just give it up to this coaching staff. You got to give it up to this whole organization right now because they know they have something special brewing here in Miami. I think this front office staff did an excellent job with that Trey Lance uh, deal, which how they maneuvered, you know, what they got in that Trey Lance deal. They they got in that Trey Lance deal, you know, with, when uh, the Niners wanted to go up to get Trey, uh, Trey Lance, they got basically Waddle, Tyree Kill, and Bradley Chubb. That's basically it right there. And that's your superstars on offense and on defense. And Bradley Chubb, I am telling you, this this guy right here is a beast in the in the backfield. His pressure rate is third amongst defensive uh, defensive ends, or um, with pressure rate. You know, Micah Parsons, my man, is number one. And then you got Miles Garrett, and then Bradley Chubb. This guy is a, a force to be reckoned with on the defensive side. Uh, I, I believe the one thing the Dolphins needed was a pass rusher, and they got him. Because when you look at the Dolphins' defense, they kind of they were using blitz packages and safety blitz. They had to do exotic looks to basically get pressure on the quarterback. I think with this with this acquisition, you don't have to really do that. You can rush for. And ha- and hope that either Chubb or Phillips on the other side can get it done. Went on the one on one matchups. Now they're they're double teaming Phillips and and again they the Dolphins their pressure rate and and sacks were in the bottom tier of the NFL or you know and some uh, some some uh, categories had them mid pack or or bottom tier, but that's what they're lacking. And I think they got that. You're gonna see that this this. Uh, this Dolphins team is gonna they're they're invested for winning right now. And I think they needed to do that because what they saw the Chiefs do and and the Bills do go out. Chiefs got Kadarius Tony and the Bills went out and got um Naheem Hines. Um I just think that the Dolphins saw all this happening and they needed to make it they needed to make an adjustment and go and get people. And they did. They did, and I'm they knew I, and I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl like some people on ESPN and and other networks. I'm not saying that, but I do think that they it gives them a chance. And all it, all you need in in the NFL, it's you know I, like everybody says, it's any given Sunday, and you just need a chance. And that's what the Dolphins did. They went out and they got somebody. They got an elite pass rusher to help out with that defense because again, that defense was struggling to you know create pressure on the quarterback. And we're gonna see how you know Tua, you know Tua does at the back half of the year. I mean, Tua, 
Tua is playing at a, a great, a great elite level right now. And, you know, we're, you know, he doesn't, again, he doesn't have the strong arm as Patrick Mahomes or, you know, or, uh, or, um, Josh Allen, but he has the accuracy and that's what's something, something you have to put in, in, in uh, context of him and with his accuracy, you know, and we saw that Detroit Lions game throwing off his back foot. Tyreek Hill has to come back. We, I get it. Yes, I get it. But you have to see with Tua, it's a lot about timing and and creativity with him. Um, and I, th- I again, I think that the Dolphins have done a very, very great job of you know off season and mid and and during the season making moves to create a win winning organization. And they have done that. Um, but you know, and now we're going to transition to, you know, Cowboys and a lot of, a lot of people are kind of down on, on the Cowboys. Didn't not making the big trade, which they were trying to do. And yes, they were trying to get Brandon cooks, but you got to keep in mind that cooks contract next year, his guaranteed contract was it's, the Cowboys were going to get stuck. I believe it was a 16 or 18 million that they don't need to be stuck with because they need to pay. They need to pay CD lamb. They need to pay Trayvon Diggs. There's a lot of contracts that are coming up that they need to, they, they need to get done in, in a timely manner. So I don't think, I think the best thing was that they were looking, they are talking. Yes, I wanted a wide receiver. If it was Jared Judy, whoever the case may be, and I get it, nothing happened. But if you really look at it, they did do something. They got Jonathan Hank, uh, Haskins, or Hankins. Hankins, I keep on saying Haskins. Hankins. I think that was the best move that they could do. This guy, again, is the best run stopper on the team. He helps out this defense that is struggling in one area, and he helps him out, struggling and run stopping, and this guy helps out. Again, we'll we'll revisit this, and hopefully he stays healthy. We're we're gonna revisit this a little bit later, later on, but it's it's it was a need that we needed on this defense, and we got it done. Um, so I'm I'm okay with the moves that you know if you guys say we didn't make them, I'm okay with it. We have James Washington coming back as I receive, uh you know from injury. We're gonna see how he meshes with Dak. Um, you know, our offensive line is getting healthier. Tyron Smith is is supposedly be back, so we're gonna see what happens when you know he's healthy. Is he gonna be still on the bench? Are they gonna move you know pieces Tyler Smith to left guard and Tyron Smith to left uh, tackle? So that's that's a good thing to have. I think that we need to stay healthy. Um, again, a lot of our safeties and a lot of people were injured this past uh, this past week. We had rookies. We had people that really haven't played in a linebacker role like DeMar and Clark, uh, DeMar and Clark. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that this basically is our bye week and, but I'm glad with the team that we have now. Um, and again, you can tell, you can say what you want to say, but it, it, it is what it is. Yes. Would you, would I, would I like a, a wide receiver, uh, to come in there? Yes, for the right price. I'm not. You have to look towards the future, and I I do think that this Dallas Cowboys team can make a run for the uh, in the playoffs with the with the team constructed right now. Because what is this team about? They're about the run game. 
Okay, we're not a passing team like years past. We're about the run game. This offensive line loves to run block. If you've seen the highlights of of uh, the Chicago Bears and other uh, other games, they maul people on a running uh, running game. We have three tight ends that are really really good. Really, they can block and can go out there and catch a pass. I just love how this team is uh, constructed, and uh, you know it is what it is. You can't have everything. Yes, the Eagles, when I get Robert Quinn, but hey, look, he had one one sack with Chicago Bears, I think one or two, whatever the case may be. He's kind of on his tail end. I'm not worried about that. I know what my Dallas Cowboys are all about. I do think that we can beat the Eagles. Okay, you will see when it comes uh, in December how we uh, take care of the Eagles um, with a healthy Dak Prescott. So, I'm not worried about. It. I'm just worried about the Niners and uh, and 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 uh, and some other teams in the NFC. But I'm not worried about the Eagles. I think that we can take care of the Eagles because when it all comes, we address the issue. The Eagles like to run. We got we got, we got our uh, run stopper now, and we're gonna see. We're gonna make Jalen Hurts beat us, and I don't think that he can he can do that. Um, but that's about it for this uh, podcast. I want to thank you guys for the ones that tuned in. Uh, the one that's gonna be the ones that are gonna be uh, watching this restream uh, on YouTube, Twitch, whatever the case may be. Uh, checking us out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, it is my birthday on November fourth. Again, the Cash App is right there, so it's Jose. It's uh, money sign Jose Santi seven. If you want to cash up some money for my birthday, I would greatly appreciate it. If you don't. Hey, you you know, save your money, donate it somewhere to uh, wherever uh, wherever you want to donate it to. But again, thank you for tuning in for Big Meat Sports Podcast, and we'll check you on the next episode.